Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the podcast. You're on the mic with Adrielle Nicole Sparks. I'm so excited to be back again for another episode of He Sees the Unseen series. This is now part three, and today's message is titled Deep Roots. Yep, we going deep today, y'all. Deep Roots. But before I hop into the message, let's say a quick prayer because I definitely don't want to open this up without prayer. Lord, we thank you that as we enter this third part of this series, that you will open our minds, open our hearts to be able to receive what the Holy Spirit is giving us on today. God, we will move out of the way and allow you to do your thing. We don't want to give you a little bit of room. We want to give you the whole room, Lord. I ask that you speak to your people and allow them to be able to receive, to have the posture of retrieval, the word for today. God, help me to teach it in a way that glorifies you and help me to remember that I can take the pressure off because I'm not in charge here, but you are. We love you, Lord, and we will forever honor you. In your name we pray, amen. So today's message, I would usually do sort of this deep research and put all of my thoughts together and then make the podcast. But for today, I really wanted Holy Spirit to work. (laughs) I wanted Holy Spirit to work and I kind of wanted to sit back and just share with you guys what um, I hear him say, uh, what has been on my heart. So one of the things that I want to speak on today, it will begin with talking about the fact that we are in the year of doubles. We are in the year of doubles. And the Lord spoke to me in Bible study two weeks ago, and he said to tell you he's in the gifting business this season. It is 2022, and he's giving out double portion anointing and double portion blessings. Not because he owes us anything, but because he loves us with his everything. And he said to put your walls up, put up your walls. The things that we talked about in the last episode where we learned from the seven characters in the Bible on how to become planted in the Lord, we have to put our walls up and build an ark of character like Noah, right? Put our walls up and build our character to receive his blessings. One of the reasons why we have trouble receiving the blessings of the Lord is because we have our roots deeply planted in pain, rejection, insecurity, doubt, persecution, our past experiences, things that have happened that have tried to take us out. And because of those deep roots of pain, 
it has caused deep roots of bitterness in us. And deep bitterness leads to deep unforgiveness, not forgiving yourself, not forgiving things that people have done to you, said to you, ways that they have made you feel. It leads to deep roots of enmity against God. Hey, it's Adriel from the future checking in. And I really pray that you are enjoying the message so far. I wanted to quickly hop on here and remind y'all that there is a way for you to rate and review the podcast. So on Spotify, you can only rate it with the star ratings. However, on Apple Podcasts, you do have the option of not only rating it, but also reviewing it. So if you go to the home screen, I've read the podcast and you scroll all the way down past every episode, you will see a nice little section there for you to add stars to the podcast and also write a review. Please, please, please do this for me, y'all, because I'm really trying to build this community. I love y'all so much and I hope you enjoy the rest of the podcast. All right, checking off. James 4 and 4 says, don't you know? That friendship with the world means enmity against God. Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. So, you see, you can't just wake up in the morning and say, well, I'm not going to serve anyone today. I'm not going to do anybody's will today. You're going to serve something. You're going to worship something. You're going to bow down to something. Because the Bible says you can't pick two masters. You're going to serve one and hate the other. Wait, so Adriel, do you mean to tell me that I can't just wake up and say, well, I'm not going to do the will of God, but I'm not going to do the will of the world either. That's exactly what I'm saying. You're going to wake up and choose one way or the other. If you're with God, that means you're against the world. If you're with society, that means you're against God. If you're doing your own will, you're not doing the will of the Lord. If you're too busy following and obeying what your friends say and persuade you to do, then you're not obeying God's word. Okay, so it, you see how you you really do have to pick one or the other. And we have built up bitterness against God. And I looked up the definition of enmity. Enmity means, enmity usually happens when there's a conflict of desires. Hmm. That was interesting. That was interesting when I learned that because it made so much sense. Um, when you think about it, when we have enmity, against God, it means it's because we want to follow our own will. We want to do our own thing. We desire something that God doesn't desire for us to have or to do or to become. And that's when that bitterness in us strikes uh, because we're saying, well, I really want to live my life this way because this happened to me, that happened to me. And we're all victims here, right? We are always trying to talk about how we're a victim of something. And 
we have been through so much. I, I know that you who are listening to this podcast, you've been through so much because I've been through so much and that it is true. But at the same time, God loves us and us following his will should not create bitterness against him. Trust me, I get it. I was at a point, I've been very, 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 very honest with y'all. I have been so honest with y'all. I'm just an honest person. I'm a truthful person and I just tell it like it is. Y'all don't know everything, but y'all know a lot of things that I have been harboring since I was since I was little. So after I had been through depression and after God had told me to have three kids and he know I didn't want three kids, I created this bitterness towards God and I had got to a point where I'm like, man, it I don't even really want to love God anymore. It, it hurts to love God because it seems like he's not being fair with me. You know, we get to that point where we're like, God is not being fair with me. Why is he allowing this to touch me? But here's the thing. God does love you. I'm going to continue saying that because I, <laughs> it's been something that's been on my heart lately. So clearly the Holy Spirit wants me to teach about this in this season. God does love us. He loves us. He loves us. He loves us. Listen, I had a vision before of Jesus holding my heart. He was holding my heart and I was standing inside of uh, my church and he was holding my heart in his hands. Just like he holds the world in his hands, he was holding my heart. And I seen these doors in my heart and um, the doors, the doors were opening and closing. And Jesus was just looking at it intently. He was just studying my heart. He was holding it in his hands. And the doors of my heart were opening and closing and things were trying to come in. I couldn't get a good picture of what the things were, but I would see something trying to come in the door of my heart. And God was only allowing certain things to come in. And he would push off the stuff that he didn't want me to experience. He was pushing that off to the side like, mm -mm, nope, you can't touch her. Nope. Uh, uh. I'll let you in. Come on. Come on through. All right, you out. Bye-bye. Get out of here. Peace. Like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. And it just, it opened my eyes to how he actually works with us. He, we think that God is just allowing anything to happen, but he's actually saving us from a lot. And sometimes getting hurt, being rejected is actually God's way of protecting us. Rejection is actually God's protection uh, because he's only going to allow certain things to build your character. He's going to only allow certain things that hurt in order to build your character. But other things that the devil has set up to come against us, all of the attacks that the devil wants us to experience, wants us to um break from, God is not going to allow those things. He's only going to allow so much. Why? Because he loves us. Okay. So even though I had gotten to that point where I was super bitter, 
And it's taken me some time to get through that bitterness. I'm just now coming up um, from being in the deep end of that bitterness, that, that, that bitter root that had grew and developed in my heart towards God. The more I'm learning about him in this season, the more that bitterness has faded and I'm starting to trust God more with me. I had gotten to a point where I was fearful of trusting God. I was fearful. (laughs) Just telling y'all this right now, it's wow. It's blowing my mind because it's the truth. I really had gotten to a point where I was afraid of the Lord and not in the way of I was afraid because I wanted to do the right thing. No, I was literally afraid of following his will because it seemed like the will of God hurt more than if I was just living my little life, not praying, not believing, not having faith. It seemed easier. It seemed like the easier way out. And to be honest, yes, I'm sure it is the easier way out temporarily. Following the path of society and doing what we want to do is the easier way out right now. But at the end of times, is it going to be the easier way out? Is it going to be the better way out? Absolutely not. Because you don't want God to say, well, I never knew you because you never spent time with me because you pushed me off to the side. You don't, that's one thing I don't want God telling me. So I'm here to tell y'all it's very possible to get rid of these deep roots as you accept the Lord's love. He will help you heal through your brokenness. He will help you heal, but you have to be willing to let go and let God. Let him in. You can trust him. I have been there, done it all. I feel like a Solomon. I have tried it all, y'all. I have done things I will never even speak about. I have thought things I will never tell you about. So trust me when I tell you it's possible to get rid of deep roots. God will help you heal from these roots of bitterness, pain, rejection, and everything in between. God is ready to gift us double blessings, double anointing, double portions, but he can't do so until we double down. And so with those deep roots that have been built from the past, we have to learn how to build a new type of deep root. So in the last episode, we learned how to be planted and that is just us as a seed getting planted right. But the next step in the plant life cycle is to build those roots. And those roots will keep growing deeper, finding more nutrients, more water to feed the seed until the shoot grows up on top of the ground. And so right now, in this episode, I want you to leave learning how to build a new type of root. We have to learn how to reject what our ancestors have done in the past from generations ago. 
because things that have been done in the past has seeped into our blood, has seeped into our mindsets today. And that's why in Mark chapter four, this is what the Lord says when he begins teaching by the lake and the crowd gathers around him. And he says, listen, a farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil. It sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched and they withered because they had no root. When you don't have roots, deep roots in the Lord, when you have heard the word over your life, but you have not created a callus around that word to protect that word, the enemy can come and choke that word up in you. He can come and snatch that word from your heart so quickly. You have to learn how to build a foundation in the Bible. And see, the Bible, it literally means basic instructions before leaving earth. That's the definition of Bible. And if you're not studying your word, and I'm not talking about a verse of the day. I'm talking about reading and studying at least one chapter in the word per day. You know, when God told me to put my face in the Bible and learn everything I could about him, he was doing that because he was trying to build deep roots in me so that when things did come, the storms did happen, I wouldn't be taken off course. I would still have some type of a spiritual connection to the Lord and would be able to have enough hope to get me through. Last episode, we we talked about the palm tree. Now the palm tree, it bends, but it doesn't break in a storm. You have been bent. You have been stretched. But you have not broken. And that's because the Lord has sustained you. But in order to get to that next level of the double portion anointing and the double portion blessings, you have to build deeper roots. Because the world is not getting any easier. No better. Things will get worse. And we have to double down before we run out of time. He has to have a remnant of people who knows the word of God, who applies that word to their lives, who trusts in it and uses it as their life source. So there are three things that we need to do when we're building deep roots in the Lord. And the first thing is we need to double down. We need to double down. This is the year 2022. So we're going to double down. And that means put your face, put your face in the word, put your head between your knees. If you have to, just like, uh, I think it was Elijah who did that in the Bible when he kept saying, go see if there's, if there's rain now. And the guy kept coming back and saying, Oh, there's none. So he would put his head in his knees. And I believe when he was doing that, he was building those deep roots inside of himself. He was saying to himself, 
you know what? I trust in the Lord. I know that it's coming. I know what he told me. So I'm going to sit here and I'm going to speak positivity over the situation right now. If you got to put your head between your knees and speak positive things over your life, do it. There's something that I've been doing recently that I want to share with y'all because I feel as though this can be a solution to insecurities and the overall way that you view yourself. It can also help get through different situations that you may encounter in you know, your everyday lives, just going about your day and having conversations with people that may not go the way that you wanted them to go, um, just different things like that. So something that I've been really focusing on is self-care and self-love. From a person who has struggled a lot with having depressive thoughts and even an anxiety condition in the past um, when my depression got so bad that I thought about suicide. Y'all know the story. I have a tendency to put more on myself than I can bear. Something that I preach a lot now because as I'm preaching to you, I preach to myself. That's the way that life works. God doesn't use perfect people. He calls us and then he equips us for the calling, but he's not calling those who are perfect. He's calling those who may still have to lean on him for the things that they preach to others about. So when I talk to y'all on these podcasts, I'm not talking to you out of a facade of perfectionism because I'm far from that. I'm just sharing with you what works for me, what doesn't, what God is doing in my life, the things that he's showing me through visions and dreams, the things that he's telling me, and the revelation that I receive as I just go about my days. So we are just two imperfect people on this podcast, and that's okay because God is with us and we don't have to be perfect because he is. He already took that role. So we can just step back, relax, let God handle us and take it one step at a time, one day at a time. That's something that God has been putting on my heart a lot lately is reminding me to take things one step at a time. It's okay, Adriel, if you're not from point A to point Z in two days. It's okay to actually go through the whole alphabet and learn everything that you can about yourself as you're going through this process. It's okay, girl. It's okay because we're doing it together. So one thing that I've been doing is before I get in bed at night, I take a shower, obviously, and As I get out of the shower, even while I'm in the shower, y'all, even while I'm in the shower, I'm not just focusing on, oh, I need to clean my body and then get out, moisturize my body, brush my teeth, put on my night clothes and go to bed. I'm actually spending time showing self-care to each part of my body as I'm cleaning myself. 
So I'm not just doing it just to take care of a task, but I'm doing it to show myself love and affection. So I'm taking my time going through each part of my body and just loving on me. And as I get out of the shower, I'm not just putting on lotion just to keep the ash at bay, but I'm putting on lotion and massaging each part of my body. I'm massaging my legs. I'm massaging my arms. And as I'm doing this, I'm repeating this mantra that I actually created myself and I put in a section of my book as a act on this for you to start doing yourself. And the mantra is, through the love of God, I have been made perfect and complete. Every part of my body is a symbol of breathtaking beauty and strength. I am in love with me. And I will repeat this over and over and over as I am lotioning my body and massaging my legs and my arms and my, you know, my chest and my stomach and just my entire body. I'm showing myself self-care and self-love. And after I have repeated this phrase, maybe about three or four times, I will start saying things that I'm not actually seeing happening in my life and in my mindset right now, but it's things that I'm believing God for. So I will say things like, I don't struggle with insecurity. I'm a completely confident woman. What even is insecurity? I don't struggle with doubt. How could I doubt myself when the Lord lives in me and works through me to accomplish the good for his glory? What even is fear? I'm a fearless woman. I was fearfully and wonderfully made by God. I was brilliantly created by the creator. I'm not just a mom. I don't just feel like I'm babysitting my kids and I have no life of my own. No, I am doing things in life. I'm actually, okay, now this is true. I'm learning Mandarin Chinese full time because I'm intelligent enough to be a multilingual. I am creating inspirational podcasts and helping people get through life. I am an author of an amazing life-changing book, The Activated Word. I defeated depression with the hand of God. I am everything that God says that I am. And everything that my thoughts tell me that I am that doesn't line up with the word of God, I know that that's not me. I know that those are false thoughts and I will compare those to what God says about me. And if it doesn't add up, then I reject those thoughts and I start injecting the truth of God's word in my thoughts, in my mindset, in my heart, because I am all that he says I am. And y'all, I would keep saying these things as I'm lotioning my body. I may look in the mirror and say them. I even have a mirror in my shower where I will talk to myself and 
I will just speak these things out loud before I get out of the car and I'm going in a store or whatever, or I'm going to drop my kids off at daycare or school. I'm repeating these things over my life. I'll go in my book. I use my book. Actually, I use my book for the prayers that I have at the end and I use it for my chapter nine trickery of the enemy chapter nine birth of the word. And there's a section in there titled trickery of the enemy. And through that section, I break down everything that you hear when you're depressed or when you're dealing with anxious thoughts. And I say, um, I say when Satan asks, what makes you think you're good enough? Say this, I did not choose him, but he chose me and appointed me that I should go and bear fruit and that my fruit should abide so that whatever I ask the father in his name, he may give it to me. And that is actually John 15 and 16. And then I have the other scripture on there. The power of the Holy Spirit has come upon me and I am a witness to the ends of the earth. That's Acts 1 and 8. So for each of the statements that I would hear the devil tell me when I was depressed, I put those in my book and then I added scripture so that you can combat the devil's words with the word of God, because the word of God is living and active and powerful and sharper than any double edged sword. And it penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. So when you use the word of God and you combat the negativity in your brain, you create a new positive energy in your atmosphere and the atmosphere will obey the word of God. See, your atmosphere was created with the word of God. He spoke and everything came to be. So the only way to recreate a positive atmosphere versus a negative one is to put out the word of God into the atmosphere, just like it was created with the word of God, then you can combat every negative thing, every negative thought and pretension that sets itself against the spirit of God. You can combat it with the word of God. Isn't that so powerful? That's why when Jesus went on that fast for 40 days and 40 nights and he was tempted by Satan, what did he do? He combated everything Satan said with the word of God because it's that powerful. So you really have to start agreeing with what God has written through people in the Bible and what he has told you personally, because God speaks to us. We just don't know it's God because it sounds a lot like ourselves. But I have faith that he speaks to all of us and that we can hear him. But listen, speaking his word out over your life works. Speaking positive affirmations over your life works. And every time I don't do this, because un unknowingly, God did a little experiment with me. And there were days where I would forget to speak these things over my life before I would face the world. And anytime I forgot, I didn't have a great day. Anytime I remembered, 
my days were great. And that is not something that just sounded good for me to come on this podcast and tell you today, but that is the actual truth. That is the actual truth. So take it from me. Preach the word of God over your life. Preach positive affirmations over your life. It is your fuel. Don't underestimate the power of God's word because he gave it to you so you can use it. It's your armor. That's how you build your character. That's how you build deep roots. The Bible even says in Hebrews 10 verse 16, where the Lord says, I will put my laws in their hearts and I will write them on their minds. So you see in the beginning, Moses wrote the word of God down on a tablet. But God says, this time I will write my word on your mind and on your heart. So let God write on your heart. Let him write his word in your thoughts so that you will be able to ascribe to what he says about you. And you will unsubscribe from what the enemy in the world tries to tell you that you are. This is very evident in the issue that I had with my son. So my son, Josiah, he, he's had horrible behavior issues in school starting last year when he started kindergarten and even through the summer of this year. Every single day, there was something wrong. The teacher was either calling me or emailing me or writing a note in his folder every single night of something that he did wrong. And I'm talking about he was putting ketchup in people's food, standing on the toilet, throwing mulch in kids' eyes, pushing kids, kicking kids, pouring out water on the table, the desks. I mean, just... He, oh my gosh, acting up in the line, just hopping around doing all of that stuff. And I'm not going to lie. I was not full of faith that that situation would change because I was trying everything. And this was an everyday thing. Every day he was doing something wrong and I would talk to him and then I would spank them. And I try my hardest not to spank my kids at all because the Lord spoke to me one day and he said, I don't desire for you to spank your children. I desire for you to talk it out with them. So of course I'm like, well, God, I'm trying that. I've been trying that. I've tried that for a year and it's not working. He's still coming home with bad behavior issues. He's been written up twice at the principal's office in kindergarten, kindergarten. Can y'all believe that? kindergarten. How do you get written up at the principal's office when you first get to the school? He wasn't even in actual numeral grades yet. He hadn't even made it to first grade yet. (laughs) Just kindergarten. So I did not have any faith about it. And I would say out loud, out of my mouth, that this is not helping. This is never going to change. And I'm like, God, don't you love me? Like, don't forget about me. You, you love me, right? (laughs) 
remember me. Remember the love that you have for me and help me out, please. Because you know I did not want three kids. And see, this is why I was trying to tell you, Lord. This is exactly why I was trying to tell you this was not a good idea. But for some reason, you thought it was a good idea. So I'm trying to figure out why. Y'all know, I just like, I'm super honest with God. We have the best relationship ever. He allows me to be able to come to him and speak my mind. And of course, I never do it in a disrespectful way, but I just be really needing to know, like, God, what is going on? What is going on? So it wasn't until this summer when he went to camp, bad reports every day, but last two or three days, I believe it was, I'm going to say two, I'm going to say two. It was like the last two days of camp, he actually started to get it. Before he went to school on the last two days, I would speak great things. I just decided, okay, I'm going to stop saying negative stuff out of my mouth and I'm just going to say things that I don't even see right now. My son is going to have great behavior today. There is not going to be a bad report when I pull up. They're going to tell me that he did amazing and things are going to work out for my good. And I tell you, that is exactly what happened. As soon as I started speaking the positive things, even though I couldn't see them, things started to change. And even now, he's been at school since August 1st. And he has done great every day since the first day of school. And yes, I know we're only on the second week, but when I say it was an everyday thing, so even just one day with him, with having good behavior, that is a miracle in itself. So I believe that God wants us to learn how to speak out of our mouths positive things. He wants us to affirm great things over our lives, over our children, over our relationships, over our careers, over our mindsets. I heard this pastor say one time that he was talking to the Lord and God said, when my people pray to me and and they ask me to, to change stuff, to make this better, make that better, sometimes I don't change it. Sometimes I just let it happen because I want them to understand that they have the power over their situations. If they speak it, if they declare it out of their mouths, it will change. And so I'm not just not doing anything just because I don't love them, but I'm doing that because I need them to understand the power of their words. You have to understand the power of our words. Even my favorite prophet, I love this woman to death. She is just absolutely amazing. She's been speaking it to me and my family's lives since I was pregnant with my first baby and now she is 10 years old. So it's been a decade of hearing this woman speak into our lives. I was listening to a sermon she had spoke a few months ago and she said, I learned from this book that I read not too long ago that our thoughts are made up of 95% of the past. That's crippling when you think about it. How, how can we move forward if we only have 5% of our brain power working in the present or the future? 95% of it is of the past and 5% is of the present and the future. And we're only accessing 5% of it. How can we have better days? 
How can we build deep roots in the Lord? You have to cover your head. What is covering your head? What are you speaking over your life? Are you listening to the negativity in your mindset and agreeing with that? Or are you setting it up against the word of God? Because, you know, the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 10 and 5, we demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So what I want to encourage you to do today is to, number one, to build deep roots in God, double down, double down. And this means seek the Lord with all that you have. Seek him with all you've got. Don't just read a scripture of the YouVersion app and go about your day and that's all the God that you got for that day. I need you to understand that building deep roots in the Lord means you will have to pray more. You will have to read more. You need to be reading at least a chapter of the Bible a day. And and I don't just mean reading it. You need to be studying it. You need to learn how to apply it to your life. Ask the Lord before you open your Bible to open your ears to hear him clearly on what he's trying to say to you through his word. Do that. We're not just going to serve God shallowly. We need to serve him in the deep, in the deep, because that's the only way that we will receive double portion of anointing and double portion blessings. We're in the year 22 where he is giving out double portion anointing and blessings, but we have to double down in 22. Okay. Now, when I first started out reading the word and when it healed my soul and healed me from depression, I was reading three chapters a day, but I realized that not everybody's schedule is set up that way. But if you can do just at least a chapter a day and you can break that chapter up throughout the day. So anytime you get like a little 15 minute break, read like a third of one chapter. When you get that next break, read the other part of that chapter. Read a little bit before you go to bed and Actually listen to what God is trying to give you through the word because it is your actual medicine. It is your fuel source. It's the only way you will be able to face the world without breaking. And I have, I can't lie to you about this. I have personal experience in this. So I know how powerful the word of God is. I know how powerful it is. I can't even lie God brought me to a place where all I could depend on was the word, not a counselor, not a, not a, um, not a bottle of antidepressants. All I could depend on was the word. So I know it's power. Now, after you've doubled down, the second thing you need to do is enjoy the process. Enjoy the process of being deeply rooted in the Lord. Enjoy him creating you from being a little tiny seed to an amazing tree. Enjoy what he is teaching you in this season. Don't focus so much on the outcome of what you want to see yourself as, as you grow and develop. Focus more on the process because that's the reason why people don't stay consistent. 
with reading the word, with praying, with fasting, because we got to get back into fasting, y'all. We really do. You don't want to be the person that can't fight certain things because you haven't fasted. Just like he said in the Bible, he said the reason why you couldn't take those spirits out is because those only come out through fasting and prayer. We've got to get back into the spirit of fasting. Make that a lifestyle. Make that a lifestyle. Now, back to what I was saying, the reason why people don't stay consistent is because they focus too much on the outcome instead of the process, instead of loving on what's happening right now. Don't be the person that focuses on what you want to happen. And if you're not seeing that happen right away, then you just give up. Just like what I just said about the affirmations, I am not where I want to be in God yet. I'm not where I want to be mentally yet. I'm not where I want to be financially yet, but I'm learning how to enjoy the process and just saying, I will be there. I'm, I'm going to be there. Like I see myself there, but I'm okay with not being there yet. I'm enjoying what he's doing in me at this moment. Because if you don't enjoy it right now, you will miss God. You will miss God in all the details. Okay, so we're not going to focus on the outcome. We're going to focus on the process and we're going to enjoy it. And then the third thing I want you to do is to press and persevere, press forward and persevere. In the deep end is where you really do have to press and persevere. Because things will come to try to take you out. Things will come to try to cut you off. The enemy will attack you in the places that hurt the most. And you have to learn how to keep pressing forward. Keep pressing forward. Don't give up. Don't give up. The word is already secure. The word is secure in your heart. Once you put the word there and you build a callus around it, build that protection around it. That's why, um, you know, when the skin gets hurt, y'all, I I swear something is always happening to me. The devil be trying to take me out, but I, 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 I ain't going to let him now. I ain't going to let him, but he be trying. <laughs> he be giving his best shot. I fell into a ditch last week and I have bruises all on my leg. I was walking in my neighborhood trying to go up to the gazebo and just get some air and just spend some time with the Lord. And on the way to spend some time with the Lord, I fell into a deep ditch. <laughs> Sometimes when we are on the way to spend some time with God, we fall into deep ditches. Deep roots, right? Deep roots we ain't even see coming. <laughs> I fell into a ditch and they're definitely going to have to come out and fix that because there's like a, there's a hole in the ground, but it was covered by one of those things that you, I don't even know what it's called. It's the top that you put on the little holes in the ground. I think it's to prevent floods from occurring or something like that, but the top wasn't on good enough. So my leg fell into the ditch and I was about knee deep in that ditch and I have bruises all on my legs. And of course, everything that I go through, I see revelation out of. So when I seen the bruises, you know, appearing on my leg, I'm just like, man, it looks really bad, but it's going to get better. Things always get worse before they get better. I burned my, my hand a few weeks ago and it, it wasn't that bad on the first day, but by the third day, 
it had looked worse than it did on the first day. And I'm like, man, things always get worse before they get better. So when it comes to anything that you are believing God for, remember that it will always get worse before it gets better. It will always get worse before it gets better. So you just have to learn how to press and persevere because he is taking you through it. You're not going to be there forever. There is a season for everything. And this season of pain will eventually be gone. It won't see you no more. This season of not making enough money will eventually end. And you will be entering that new season of wealth. But you just have to persevere and press through. Press through. Because it's all working together for your good. All things work together for your good. We're talking about the small, the large, the ugly. The feel good is all coming together and working for your good. Okay? So for this episode, I want to leave you with the speak up challenge, speaking great things over your life. Do not speak out the negativity, even if you feel it, even if it's bothering you so badly and you just want to cuss everybody out, just try your best to keep your mouth closed. Only open your mouth if you're going to speak something positive. Okay. And let's see how this changes your atmosphere. Because this right here is going to build those deep roots in the Lord. Speak what you want to see happen. Speak what you want God to do in your life. Speak what you what um, you want your finances to get to. Whatever that number is that you have on your heart that you want to be making every week or making every month or making every year. Speak that out loud. I am a billionaire. I am a billionaire or I make $27,000 a week. Even if you're not seeing nowhere close to that, nowhere close to that, y'all still speak it over your life. Your relationship with your kid ain't working out. We have a great relationship. Me and my kid, we talk every day. Like just speak great things. The speak up challenge, the speak up challenge. And I'm going to check in with y'all, see how you're doing next episode. But this is all that I have for you today. I really hope that this helped you in some way, shape, or form. And I just want to thank y'all again for all of the downloads. We are still climbing up. It's blowing my mind. I'm floored by it. God is amazing. He does things I can't see for myself, things that are beyond my imagination. But obviously nothing's too big for God. (laughs) So I want to close out with a little prayer and um, yeah, so let's pray. Father, thank you so much that we have learned how to speak affirmations over our lives so that we can see great things come to be. We know that we can create a beautiful atmosphere with our words, just like you created a beautiful universe with yours. And you have created us in your image, so we have that same power. We thank you that you work through us to accomplish the good for your glory. And we thank you that we are learning how to build our deep roots in you, even as it pertains to our studying of our word and 
fasting and praying teach us how to dive deeper. If a little bit of prayer ain't working, teach us how to pray deeper. Help Holy Spirit speak through us, intercess for us. Thank you that you are always intercessing for us next to the Father. Thank you. Thank you for all that you've done. Thank you for all that you're doing. Thank you for all that you will do. Thank you that 22 is the year of double portion anointing and double portion blessings for your people as we seek first the kingdom and your righteousness. Thank you, God. We love you so much and we will honor you forevermore. In your name we pray. Amen. As always, I had such an amazing time on the podcast today, y'all, and I can't wait to come back next week with another episode. I think next week will be episode five. Is that right? Episode five? Wow. I think, yeah, episode five. My goodness. I can't believe time has went by like this. Um, and now that I have a schedule, because I at first I didn't really know what my schedule was going to be posting on the podcast, but now I have a schedule down packed and I'm ready to start spreading this podcast out on my social media platforms. So I will be posting every Wednesday at 7 a.m. So be prepared for an episode from me every Wednesday at 7 a.m. Make sure you check out the merch at IamRedPodcast.com. Y'all, I have so many dope shirts on there. I just keep adding them. I told you, I told you, I told you, I told you. I said, if the Lord gives me designs, I will continue to add. And I have done that for y'all. Um, I have a lot of kids shirts on there. I have a kid's hoodie on there. I have toddler shirts. We have all colors. Make sure you click the color tab. Click the color tab for each shirt to see what colors that shirt comes in. Okay. Play around with the options. Make sure you look at everything. Um, the fall is coming up. So I did put a new crop hoodie on there for the women, a new long sleeve shirt. And like I said, a kid's hoodie. And I will continue adding as the Lord guides me. I love doing the merch. It's so much fun. Uh, I just love being creative. I love y'all so much and I pray you have a wonderful rest of your week and I will be back next week. But until then, stay red. Mm -hmm.